This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Yes, Zing This is back, and we are back to talk about someone's modern life. But we will get to that momentarily. Of course, you got me, Zinger, and I am joined this week by... I am the bird. I am the best character on the podcast. I am better than both the Zinger and the Ellie combined. That was me repurposing Wacky Deli from Rocco's Modern Life. Very good. I was about to say, are you cutting a wrestling promo? Because there'll be a reveal later that might shock some people to their very core. Oh my gosh, so, I'm already peeing my pants. Impressive. We need a mop. Uh, Clean up on, on aisle seven. On, on aisle uh, guest <laughs> <Your> chair. Right. <laughs> um, so we, we've got some stuff to discuss. There's some news, there's some announcements, there's a ton of different stuff, so... Let's start off with, I guess, the biggest thing that is being talked about at the moment. And I'm, I'm going to put a few caveats in as we discuss this. So, as of the time of this recording, because this is a continuing and developing story. Absolutely. So, even though this is being recorded the night before you will be listening to this, things could change by the time this episode goes out Thursday morning. As of right now, Sony and Disney Mar- slash Marvel have not reached a deal with Spider with the Spider-Man co- character. Yep. They are they are separating. Spider-Man is no longer allowed to be used in the MCU. Um, they Sony has him again hostage in a basement somewhere. I'm assuming. So um, they actually have Tom Holland. Like. Yes, and and that's the thing. I feel bad for him the most. I out feel of this. really bad because not only is that like, I mean, he's in other stuff, but I mean, not only is that like his big thing right now, he's legitimately enjoying being Spider-Man right yeah, now. Yeah, and God forbid you have somebody enjoying being a character. Right? Looking at you, Chris Hemsworth, you really seem to love Thor. You do love Thor. You do love Thor. Um, so, I'm I'm going to take kind of a backseat in this, actually in a lot of stuff in this episode, Eric's going to take the helm because one, oh. it was requested during our short break that Eric should do an episode by himself. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to show you guys what you could have. Thanks Riku. Was it Riku? I can't remember. I can't remember. It, was. It, was one of our, it was one of our loyal readers. Listeners. Oh, oh no. He, he, I, I, he, yeah. <laughs> he has the, <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Um, so love you, Riku. <laughs> so it, it, that, that was stated. So Eric's taking the helm because one, the main topic, if you read is something that, um, I believe is very near and dear to your heart. Absolutely. Um, and I'll get to my thing on it, but as for the Spider-Man thing, uh, when this, uh, after my phone was done melting from Twitter, Facebook <laughs> and everything else blowing it up, I got a like stack of messages from, uh, my Knights of Vader co-host Zach mm. requesting to come discuss it. Well, since I had already picked out the topic, me and Eric were ready to go for this week. Um, I will be recording an episode with a more in-depth discussion between me and him on the Spider-Man opinion. I'll, of course, Eric and me will discuss it here. But if you want any hard-cutting 
opinions from me, I will save those well, for next week's episode. And that's actually probably a good thing because this is still a developing story. Well, and the that, sad thing is we're recording tomorrow, so there's going to be a whole week well, of time. Well, that's, <laughs> look how fast the story Okay, so look how fast the story is. This has okay, yes, barely, yes, go, go, go. This has barely been, it's been like 26, 27 hours since this broke, so... And look how much has changed and kind of different sides have come out. So who knows what's going to be on the forefront of this tomorrow. Um, so I'm, my, for me, my first, my first knee-jerk reaction was, God damn it, Sony. <laughs> then after kind of reading some stuff, I was like, God damn it, Disney. <laughs> yeah, that's... So now, honestly, I'm at this perspective of two things. First, I think both sides are not... that not Neither side has clean hands. I think there's a little bit of push and shove from each because they're trying to get it but overall i think my thing is this was not supposed to be something released to the public i think this was supposed to be behind closed doors and things kind of leaked out and i think this was just sort of i think we're kind of in the the nitty-gritty of trying to negotiate i um i actually just saw and i'm trying to remember where i said it was like it was no joke it was like five minutes before i left and i was i was getting ready to, to come over and record but someone from it was i think from the sony side was saying this is not a done deal. There is still hope. We're we're negotiating. We're still you know we're still trying to get back on this. So, I mean, I don't think this is the final death knell for our dear Mister Parker in the uh, in the MCU. Um, I hope it's not, especially how um, Far From Home ended. Yes, and yeah. everyone's talking about that. And sure, they could make a movie based on how that ended completely. But that said. They, it's just everyone. I mean, look. I mean, look at the fans. Uh, they're the ones who are gonna hurt. Obviously, not financially, but they're the ones who are gonna hurt the most from this, because everyone was so happy to see Spider Man. I mean, ever since that first, we knew he was coming, but just seeing that first, I still remember watching the uh, Civil War trailer mm-hmm. where he was revealed and it blowing my mind. And everyone had the same reaction, and I think everyone just wants it to happen so it's like whoever you know whatever disney if you don't get as much of the cut and you still only make like 50 bajillion dollars as opposed to 500 bajillion dollars like come on you own like just about everything else and also sony if this is you like trying to like bighorn the shoehorn the big guy or whatever it's like realize that like you had two spider-man franchise you know film franchises that kind of yet let peter out no pun intended Uh Uh, and and finally things people seem to agree this is the best cinematic incarnation of spider-man so it's like work out Uh, your differences i'm talking i'm talking about the character overall okay i'm talking about the character overall i mean i still sam raimi's uh the spider-man 2 especially i think is just fantastic mm-hmm. i never actually i will admit i never saw either of the uh the amazing spider-man movies um, I, I, I this this has come up multiple this this is a continuing thing on this podcast <laughs> i can almost guarantee you it will come up with my discussion with zach i'm calling that the, hasn't been recorded yet I'm gonna call it now the next week's episode listen it will come up there too own them both uh-huh. They're, they're somewhere on the wall. Somewhere on the wall of movies. Some, somewhere on the wall of movies or in the packed up movies at the moment because mm. we're moving stuff. Um, own both of them. Mm. I have not watched them. I've watched two passingly due to a job I had where they would have it playing on certain TVs. Because right. um, I worked for a the best place you could buy stuff. There's the pun. And um, for the Sony display at one point, they had 
the movie running <laughs> on, on <loop>. there <laughs> on loop. So I kind of saw it, but it was in like a. It's there. I can kind of vaguely right. see it, but it wasn't like I was sitting there going, "Let me watch this." You sort of like and Pulp Fiction it. it, where you saw it like yeah, out yeah, of yeah. I mean, that's and, yeah. And and from what I saw of it, I was kind of like, Ugh. yeah. I seriously, I never. I remember the first one came out, and I was just kind of like, oh, th- this. But this was like three or four. It was like four, three or four years after uh, Spider Man Three, yeah. and then uh, and then like the and then the reviews were just kind of like, eh, I'll wait for a rental. I never got around to it. And then the second one, same. I was just the reviews were kind of. For that so but just the fact that we've got tom holland who is really into the 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 role and, and part, fans are into and him. fans are into him as it and then just him being part of the greater mcu which is i think what people love about it it's just him being connected to all these other characters who we've we've grown to love over the deeply past connected 11 in this years sense of that he was tony stark's like to the beginning, he was connected to like the main, the mm-hmm. foundation of the MCU. You're right. Yep. Absolutely. So, I, I I'm interested to see where this goes. I don't think that it's gonna be. I don't think this is as of right now. I still ho- am holding out hope, and I kind of feel I'm in my jellies, as Detective Pikachu would say. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, things are gonna work out somehow for this. Even I mean, yeah, I I just don't think this is gonna be the end because there's. I mean, I just feel like. It's going to be weird in the MCU to just completely ignore that Spider-Man ever came along and then isn't there. But then I feel like if Sony tries to be like, hey, we're going to reboot Spider-Man again, it's just going to, people are going to be like, come on. Um, so. Okay, just quick things. Okay. I'm going to save a lot of my opinions for later. Okay. Um, I, I if, if, if this continues to go south, I can see Sony doing a, let's go kill off Spider-Man in the comics again. Because uh, yeah. even though they've claimed that's not what they did, X Men kind of got pushed to the side yep. in favor of Inhumans. Uh, I think actually Peter was dead during a certain point in the comics, and that was when uh, Doctor Robotnik—not uh, Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> gotta go fast. Um, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Um, that was when Doc Doc Ock had his brain in Spider Man's body. Like I said, I'm gonna save my opinions. Probably are gonna be factually inaccurate. Because like I said there's going to be a week delay, so it's going to be a nice time capsule of the events of this week. They also they recently announced that Spider-Man: Far From Home surpassed Skyfall to become the Sony's highest-grossing film of all time. Do you think that plays into this? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like you know what we could make a lot of money. But, you know, we're just going to not. We're just going to bring it back and maybe not make as much money with the help of Marvel. So that would be, it, that's going to absolutely play into it. Uh, I think um, the, my, my short thing, my, my, my long and short of it is, and you can, I say, give me some feedback on this in your opinion. Um, if this was something that leaked out, I'm 100% behind the fact that I think Disney did it. That they, that they leaked it. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? Right. Because, right, exactly, because then they're... Cause, yeah, I didn't cause even think no, about that, No, no right. offense. <laughs> Who's going to side with Sony in this situation and be like, oh, well, we want Sony to have that character, and it's right, like, exactly. what, to do what with? That that actually makes that actually makes a lot of sense. I don't even need my tinfoil hat, and it's great because I left it at the dry cleaners. So. Yes, so that I think that that's... I think that they did it because what is happening, fan backlash is going directly. I, I, I haven't read a lot of it because I'm trying to, you know... 
keep my own opinion till I do the record tomorrow and look up stuff then and everything because I got sent multiple videos by Zach to watch somehow when he's on my show, he gives me homework. So <laughs> how, how does that work? I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, that's actually, I, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. I could totally see Disney being oh, like, yeah. hey, let's get some, because that, that's the thing. Even if, even if there is sort of both sides, the vast majority of things I've read online have been in favor of Disney and anti-Sony saying, Sony, just, you need to let Disney do this. So. Well, I know, um, Hawkeye, yeah. Jeremy Renner like, spoke out about it and even, you know, invoked Stan Lee, which who's to say he's not sitting there and someone from uh, Disney goes, hey, can you, um, can you make your opinion heard on this real right. quick? You know, kind of, kind of, kind of nudge, nudge, nudge. And this makes me now actually want there to be, the, I want the next Spider-Man movie to be in the MCU because I really think, think that it's going to be, but I want, I want Hawkeye to be a major character in it and he has to come to Spider-Man's rescue. That actually be a cool And team he will up. single-handedly, of all the people who have to save Spider-Man, it's the guy with the bow and arrow. I, I think that actually be an interesting team up. So I think it'd be great. We'll, we'll see what this continuing to develop. Um, like I said, there'll be a much more in-depth conversation, I'm sure, with a ton of figures, uh, disenfranchisement, and everything else that Zach <laughs> brings with him to the show. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear y'all's conversation, and I'm interested, like I said, to, I'm to interested see what, to see where this is going to be in 24 I, hours. I, well, heck, in a week, in 24 hours, uh, by the time we're done I was going to say, who knows what's going to come out in the next <laughs> you know, 30 minutes. So, so, um, so yeah, so... Moving on to the next topic I wanted to hit on real quick. Speaking of movies, movie franchises, um, how big are in the matrix how big into the matrix are you? How I, how um late nineties, early two thousands are let's you? Let's just say <laughs> there is no spoon. Mm, you can't even don't even need to bend the spoon, it's not even there. It's it's exactly. It's exactly So it. what are your thoughts on the um it, it, it's it's they they want it they're working on it well, like what what level is this at right yeah, now? Yeah, that's an interesting cuz it just came out but they said it's supposed to be out next year. So he's I in mean, the middle of doing Yeah, I mean Bill he, and Ted right now. He's doing things and I mean I know technology has progressed since uh 2000 was it 2003 when the the last two came out. I will double check. Yes, I because that, it was yeah. it was my fr- it was my freshman/sophomore year between the two. I knew I college. was in high school so, during the time. Yeah. So, uh, so I was, I was early college. So, I mean, I know in, in almost 20 years, it's, um, technology has progressed quite a bit, but still, I mean, that's a lot to get done in a short amount of time. Um, but still I'm, I'm kind of intrigued seeing where things have progressed in 20 years. I mean, who we all we know is it's got well, we're Keanu at- and Carrie Ann and Lana is back to, I guess, at least direct. I don't know if she's directing, producing, whatever, but, um, I'm interested to see what what happens. I at the very least. So, well, we're gonna look at something else that has progressed um, that we saw that we haven't seen in 20 years. When we finally get to the main part of this discussion, <laughs> just gonna keep uh, hitting, hitting, put, putting that football down a little bit further for us to continue. Recording um, day is a very dangerous day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my opinion. I, I love the first Matrix. It was first one, one of those is, movies, oh but the thing is, now it's so played out and it's such a thing that it's really one of those movies that it's it's been parodied a million times. But it's the whole thought process is like the new age thing now, right? Um, the chase scene's really cool in the second movie. The chase and, scene is um, really cool. There's a third movie. There is indeed a third movie. So I think that that's my breakdown of the trilogy, and of course the Animatrix. You know, I I think I've said this before in here. Um, even though I was in high school, there is one of those one of those shorts that creep me out to no end. Which one is that? Take a guess. I, 
We talked about it. You're right. We, oh, yeah, I think yeah, this, we this talked is... about this, but it's been long enough that I... Was it the one where the guy breaks out of the Matrix? You said the exact same thing the last time. I did, it is but then not... it was the monkey one? No, it's the um, it's the um, history of the history oh, of humanity. that's right. And I remember Because I'm like, now, it yes. creeped me out for some part, reason. Part two where they're like going in and there's like the human cut in half and he's like... Oh, yeah, there, there's, there, there's that and it's weird. still alive. That's very and it's weird just the, and like, unnerving. It's, it's just the like mental thing of they like tell it in a way to where it's like it's it's being told in a way and the narrative's done to where it's not there's no sympathy in it it right. is being told as here are facts like someone would tell like a documentary it or really something. is documentary it, it is, style it, it it's it, it was unsettling in that way to watch it in that sense and like i said they the, the animation on it's phenomenal because it's just it's like because huh. yeah. there is a lot of the like dissected humans that are still alive and, and well, still alive and right. drawing, but being poked and you have and like the two parts where like the robots try to come to make peace with the humans and they look like humans and they're wearing top hats and stuff yeah, and they yeah, get yeah. laughed out. But then when they clearly have the upper hand, it's this the, this giant monolithic entity with multiple arms signing the thing and then it blows up the the United Nations. And yep. Then, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's creepy. It's, it's, it's creepy, creepy, but it's awesome. It, it is. It is. It. Uh, and then there was a video game too. Uh, yes, and I remember that it was not, it was a thing. I just remember the the ladder climbing animations in that. I still, after so many years, remember how awkward it was. And, uh, the one character, Jada Pinkett's Miss character, would, like, climb up and it looked weird. It was like her, her limbs contorted in a really <laughs> weird way. And it's like, this is awkward and I feel uncomfortable. Well, um, speaking of, and actually this, this is a great thing. Speaking of feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> speaking of dissections and um, seeing the insides of human bodies, uh, let's cut to, uh, apparently it's been leaked, the full list of uh, DLC characters for the Mortal Kombat 11. Oh my god! I'm saying next to the x-ray moves and everything, I, and that's just, yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw where they were talking about this at uh, Gamescom. Is it Com or Con? I always, is it? Which, whatever it is. I'm, I'm going to go with Con. Whatever the one that's going you, on. You, you go with Com, I go with Con. One of us is going to be right. One of us Someone's is correct, on one here. of us is wrong. As much as I've been reading about it this week, I keep, I'm keep i blanking on it. Anyway, uh, I, I saw some news where they were talking about it, but I have not had a chance to look, so I haven't even seen who uh, who all these leaked characters are. So, okay. hit me up. The ones that are available currently are Shang Tsung, mm-hmm. which I think he's supposed, he it's, looks very much like the it's one. It's the actor from the movie. Yes, and then Nightwolf. Yeah. Now, here is, of course, the... I have a list of release date, possible release dates. I don't know 100%, so if these are wrong, blame the website I got them on, IGN, not me. Classic IGN. Classic IGN move. So, and you do not know of any I of don't these. know any of them. I have not okay. heard any of them, so hit me. Okay, I'm so, so, so you, you were getting a live response. Uh, Terminator T-800 version. Huh. Yes. I had heard a rumor of, of that a while back, so this seems to be confirming that which is pretty cool apparently like i said they, i haven't seen the images yet i know that they are available and it's but he apparently looks pretty good like it is cool. it is um it is the sorts it is the schwarzenegger himself yeah and everything um not not like one of the robotic skeletons right ones, but i think it's like half to where like half of his half face, his face yeah. is gone yeah. yeah um zindel who is the one that can scream right so there's your next mortal Kombat character yep now the final two are have actually both appeared in other fighting games. Interesting. interesting. Do, you want, do you want to take a wild guess? 
Whew, I'm going to guess Bad Mr. Frosty from a Clay Fighter, and uh, I'm going to guess Kirby from the Smash Brothers games. You are so close. <laughs> I um, figured I was close, but... So, in January... Oh, let me, okay, I'm going to make let me make serious okay. guesses. Okay. Um, so, these are from other fighting games. They have been... They, they are, they have been in Okay, I, let me do it this way. Wow, this is really... Um, ooh. I'm trying to think how to do this without giving too much information away. They both originated in... In, in a certain medium, but they have also both been featured in fighting games. So, were, are they both, did they both originate in the same medium? No. Well, yeah, yes, but not, oh my gosh, this is hard yeah, to say. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll guess. <laughs> yes, I won't, I won't make yes, you go too far. In. Yes and no, but okay. it'll make more sense when you, when you answer. All right, uh, I'm going to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with, how now brown cow uh, i'm gonna go i'm trying to think of characters that are in fighting games that weren't in but didn't originate in fighting games um master chief and um because wasn't master chief in one of the te- uh soul caliber games a spartan was okay so and technically, yes. That's right. It was like the female. It was a female, female Spartan, one who was but like, yeah. the the armor was basically Chief's right, armor, right? And then um, Darth Vader, because he was also in. <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to Soul okay. Calibur. <laughs> okay. Disturbingly, okay. The level of disturbing closeness you got with this is weird. <laughs> wow. Okay. It is Joker, of course, from DC Comics. Okay. Because origin- I remember he was in the they, when they had the crossover. They had the crossover. Now also have yeah yeah they also had injustice and spawn. Now you said from Soul, Soul Caliber. Ca- yeah. Yes. Yes. The Xbox exclusive. The Xbox exclusive. Yes. 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 And wow. um, Nintendo's exclusive, of course, was Link, Link and yep. uh, PlayStation's was Hayachi. Hayachi. Yes, and that was back. Der- I can't remember which um, Soul Caliber it was. Two. Three. Two. Okay. I'm trying now. I'm trying to remember all the exclusives. Three was um. Three had was three the um. Was it Vader and? I'm trying to remember if that was three or four. I believe. I believe it was. Yeah, the power of the internet's right three. in front of us. It is almost around us. But no, I mean that 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 is. I, I'm I'm excited for Spawn. Yep. That that definitely is cool. Joker. I think they've 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 pot, they've leaked that Joker was a possibility for a while now. Yeah. So so it can, like I said, this this all got and, confirmed. You know, so. it's interesting because I almost guessed, I almost guessed one of the DC characters, but then I was thinking just heroes, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, they're not going to let Superman or Batman in have a fatality, but Joker is going to be Joker pretty, yep. pretty good with a fatality. So, uh, yes, you are correct with the Soul Calibur two. Soul Calibur three did not feature. No exclusives. Not something I'm seeing as an exclusive. That was PlayStation only. Now arcade and PlayStation only. Now I'm not a Soul Calibur expert, people. So if I get any of this information <laughs> wrong, blame him. Blame oh, the Soul Edge. Yes. And then it looks like um, five did not feature. Oh nope. Wait. Yes, it did. That was the um, one that featured Vader. So that was Soul Calibur four, featured Vader okay, and so Vader four. Apprentice and. Um, Oh, that's right. Five featured um, Ezio from Assassin's Creed. Yep. And then the newest one has uh, Gerald in it from The Witcher. 
There we which go. there's a mod apparently right now um, to put Henry Cavill's face on <laughs> Gerald awesome. for Witcher Three to I guess get people ready for the for the show. It, it, it's a mod by fans, so it's not something backed up. Not by. a Namco, yeah. uh, Bandai Namco sanctioned yeah. mod. Yes, or um, uh, CD Projekt Red is the ones that yes. do that. But yes, uh, yeah. So so yeah, there's all the exclusives. Probably missed a few. So. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, I I'm excited for Spawn. I'm excited for. Um, I hope Spawn has his cape in this because I know it in, looks like from the images they showed he does. Cool, because I know in the in the Xbox he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't because obviously the technology at the time really we can't wouldn't render have a capes. Little, it was gonna. <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it, it's one of those things where it's like they could have probably done it, but it would have been super stuttery uh, frame rate and all that kind of stuff like that. We so. would have had to turn down the breast physics to non-existence, Absolutely. and that is not. Something we're Jiggle okay physics with. have been there since the 4-bit era, but yes, but cape technology is just now getting up to just, par. Just barely, just barely, we're snuff, so just barely able to get. We capes. know where the minds of game developers are. Just kidding, this is not speak for everyone yes. or us. So, so that's that's the <laughs> year of content coming out for them. Uh, cool. Definitely exciting. Um, I'm personally waiting on Mortal Kombat for them to like to put out the like. Because they, they always, they always the, the do complete that with every time. With a K, yep, of course. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm waiting for as well. Yeah. In fact, in fact, as of this recording, there was, it was like twenty or thirty off somewhere I saw, and I was I, very tempted. But then I said, you know what? I'm still gonna wait for that, uh, that, that complete with a K edition. I was about to say because I actually right before this one came out, I bought the previous one with all the content, and it has yep. like, um, it has Predator, it has, um one of the aliens and yep. it has a ton of great characters like i said they're they're dlc characters on they, point. they do a good job with 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 the dlc characters i do enjoy that speaking of dlc i'm 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 awkwardly segueing as we continue to i'm as i'm just shoving an awkward segue in here the nintendo is getting sort of a um update the switches so it's getting both a new model which we have speculated about, and you haven't been on yet to talk about it, so yep. I figured you'd want an opportunity to. But there's an, another interesting thing that if you buy a Switch now, it's you might true. want to keep your eye out for. Yeah, so the currently, just within the past couple of weeks, they've released the new version, which is sort of, it's not even like a pro version, but the internals have kind of been made so they're more efficient, which helps with the, uh, the battery consumption. And it's like 78%. They, I was actually, I saw a test. I can't remember. I think Ars Technica maybe did. Someone someone did a test and they were able, I think they found it's about 78% more battery life, which is, if you're playing, if you play handheld, that's a pretty significant amount. Um, I just got done actually just uh, a couple nights ago. I beat Dragon Quest Builders 2 and by far the most battery intensive game I have played um, on my Switch. It. Well, I probably played docked once or twice. I primarily played handheld. I don't even have the screen brightness all the way up, and I would maybe get an hour and a half, hour 45 up before it was pretty much drained, which is insane, and my Switch would get super hot. And, uh, I mean, I have not, I've yet to play a game that has been that battery intensive, and people online have been saying that it's much more... Uh, they, they've been able to play that game and apparently the new fire emblem three houses which i haven't played yet is also on that kind of that same level very very battery intensive mm -hmm. and it um i'm yeah. sure the witcher the witcher's gonna be oh absolutely be. so i think so i think that's pretty cool gamestop was doing a thing where you could trade in your old switch and and if you traded it towards the new updated one you would get um, like $225 in credit. So really, that was like $75 for the upgrade after tax, about 100 So still, it's pretty good. 
I decided not to go that route because I was like, you know what? I'm still holding out for a possible rumored Switch Pro, like a true Switch 2.0 that has been rumored for a while and some people are saying might hit next year. So I'm kind of I'm holding out for that. But So where would you rate this on the like point scale of like, is this like a 1.5? Update. I would call is this like, like a one point. I would call this like a 1.25, you know? Yeah. Like, because I think people have said they've noticed, some people have said they've noticed a little slight performance issue in certain things, but some people have also said, I noticed no difference in performance of games. Um, but they really have, I mean, the, the internals are more efficient, so um, I think it's just being a partial handheld system. Uh, this is a big upgrade because the battery is better, but then it's also running more efficiently. And I think that there maybe I'm not a game developer, but there's the potential for people to take advantage of that so they can make sure their games, they might be able to patch games uh, to take advantage of that. They might be able to develop to take advantage of that. I, But again, I don't think it's anything like, oh, there's going to be exclusive games or whatever. So um, I, I would say it's like a one and a quarter update. So is it something to where if I walk into a GameStop and I go, hey, I want to switch and I just grab one. It's something to where like it's not going to say anything different on the box. The only difference, the box has has like very prompt like the background is red oh. uh there is but there's no like here's the new switch or anything like that it, it's but, so, so it's not something along those lines it's no just it's, it, a, it's just it is the nintendo switch if you want to go to a store and get a switch that's gonna be your switch now they i mean some places probably have old stock they're trying to get rid of mm-hmm. but they're if you see with a more predominantly white background which it's been since launch that's going to be your old switch but if it has a red back you'll see the console and then you'll have I'm a red background that is the that is the new one so uh yeah so um this is going back to my gamestop days um i remember when the 360s were out and everything mm. they i mean of course they, they they did like the upgraded models and everything where they completely changed them but the old original like white system yeah they did different power supplies and they were messing with the power supply a lot right so the physical console was almost the same except for the power supply was different yeah so for me hearing this that's what this is sounding like to me is they're doing something but since it's a handheld since it is something that's improving something on a scale that you could notice because on the 360 they might have been improving the power supply but it's a it's 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 a stable console it's not going anywhere so it's just an internal thing because if i remember correctly they switched from having a metal connector to a plastic connector and Mm. that was like a big thing right for like the red ring and everything like that. So this is so in my mind that's what this is to me. It's sort of like they're updating it, but it's nothing to where like would be a substantial thing to where it's like right. unless you really are doing a handheld thing. Right. And some people have said like it like here's the thing is as I have had my switch now for two and a half since launch, mm-hmm. I have gone from being primarily docked to kind of switching to I play a lot of handheld now, but I still don't travel a lot. So it's not like so. I mean, I'm so I'm maybe playing handheld, but I'm in my living room or somewhere where a power source is. So, yeah. and again, I I you know when we do our Friday night smashes with the Secret Levels gang, um, I typically am playing handheld and can get at least two two and a half hours playing a pretty intensive game plus constantly being connected to the internet. I'm usually pretty good, and then once I, then I could just plug it in. But if I was traveling a lot. I could see it being worth that extra that extra bit of battery. And by extra bit, I mean seventy eight percent. That's a, that's pretty significant. But, yeah, I mean it, um, it is. But okay, now here here's the thing. We're about to get into the other conversation of this. We have not discussed the switch light right on here yet. 
Um, and that's where I, I think this conversation was leading to with this discussion because there's a weird thing here. As someone who's owned a Switch now since um, December, I I've made, I can probably count a handful of times I've taken it out myself. Now, mm. my daughter um, will take it out and go play and stuff. Sure. Uh, personally, I play with it docked to the point where you were over the other week. Yep. And Ellie was playing something, and she wasn't done yet. And I was like, oh, man, I guess i got to wait to play Smash. <laughs> and you had to remind me the console. Remember get... what you could do with this thing that I have yeah. in my hand? <laughs> yes, and you had to remind me of that. Like, that's the thing. To me, it is it's a... It's a console. It's a console. That, yeah, I can take out of there, but why would I do that? Right. It's a console. Right. <laughs> so, for me, that's the thing, is it's drilled into my head that this is a console. Sure. Um, now... Over time, over me playing it more, I could definitely change that. I will say right now, though, there is one game I do not think you can do in a handheld mode, no matter what anyone says, and that is, and I've been, I was playing a lot earlier today, uh, Hyrule Warriors, because there's too much text, <laughs> and I don't care how good your vision is or how close to the screen you are, you're not going to be able to read that, all that. That is the biggest issue uh, with with games on in handheld, absolutely. I mean, I, a lot of developers are good about trying to, to do good text but there are some games i've tried playing in handheld i'm like I, I i have great vision too i don't wear glasses or anything like that and i have definitely had instances where i'm like i can't read that because you have the mini map where you gotta oh yep. wait where where's stuff going on in mini map and everything yeah. like like i'm even on a bigger screen i'm like having to sure. look and be like wait what's going okay is that is no. that the enemy there is that what's going on up there <laughs> um so the switch light yeah it's there like but it's uh, for Nintendo. It's there. Let's upgrade the system, but do it in a weird way, yeah. sort of thing. So yeah, this is uh, it's 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 you know got a couple of things going for it. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't dock it. It's strictly handheld. It's smaller too, uh, and it is meant to be a dedicated handheld. There are a few things you can't do it with, like you can't play any of the Labo stuff with it. Um, Games like uh, Mario Party, where I, I don't know how that's going to work, because I, I actually haven't played Super Mario Party yet, but, like, it's got the whole thing where you can, like, connect your Switches and, like, two Switches, and you can make, like, mm-hmm. a bigger, weird-shaped battlefield out of it, which oh, is really cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if you're going to be able to even do that. Um, and it doesn't have the detachable Joy-Cons, which right now, kind of the big thing, there's a big, quote-unquote, scandal going on with Joy-Cons drifting, Joy-Con drift, and Nintendo is now repairing them for free. And the nice thing about Joy-Cons is if you have a pair, if you have another pair, which still another pair is not cheap, but if you have a pair and you need to send them off, they're now repairing, in the U.S. at least, they're repairing them for free. But it still takes time to get your ticket, mm-hmm. to send them off, to get it repaired, to get it sent back. But what's going to happen, you know, because the Joy-Cons, the sides don't don't come off. So people are like, so have they fixed this issue with that? Because with this, if your console is you know gets hurt or you know the joy cons start drifting you can't just send that back you got you're out of a system until they can get it fixed so but that's getting out of the that's kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent but i do think there is a um i think there is a market out there for people who will play it just handheld i've seen i've some podcasts I listen to gaming related ones that I've heard people talk about how like, Oh, my girlfriend will play my switch, but you know, I primarily play doc, but she will plays it handheld all the time. But I know that once this comes out, she's going to get a handheld because she will sit there. She will not miss out on playing it. 
you know, docked because she never does. Mm. Um, or I, you know, people who are like, I travel with it all the time, and I, you know, I wish it wasn't so. You know, it's not that the switch is huge, but there, people are like, oh, I wish it was just a little bit smaller, or oh, I wish you know it wasn't so I had to like pull the Joy Cons off. And now they have that, so I just think it's a another option for a specific audience. But you know, I don't think it's for us, like you and I, to upgrade to. It's not like our side grade to, because it's not really an upgrade. I, uh, me and Ellie have vaguely discussed it as a possibility. Sure. Uh, Ellie's kind of more interested. She's ironically more interested in that than actually playing the Switch itself. <laughs> just, just having, yeah, the... <laughs> just just having that, um, possibly for one of our for our daughter too. Yeah. To, I mean, even though that Switch is hers and everything, and she does play it, yeah. something to where like she can take that and have it sort of as her own thing. Um, we've been thinking about getting her a dock in her room so you can go up there and play it. But with yeah. school back in, it's kind of gone to the wayside. Yeah. Um, it's not top of my list of anything because, as I've said, I kind of forget the switch yeah. has that capability i have to be reminded of that because yeah. i'm so used to it as a console i and mean that's how i i play it you know eight months into owning it like you're eight months into owning yours eight months into owning mine i think i could count on one hand the number of times i had undocked it i like i went on vacation during that first six months and i took it with me didn't really play it that much not because i didn't want to it was just I was, mm. I was busy i played it like when i was on the train yeah. for like a few minutes here and there and i was in between games at the time um so it was just kind of messing around with like uh picross and little indie games and stuff like that but now it, it is nice because there are so many games that have really good music so i like playing it in handheld so i can pop in some headphones yep um and it's just it's just kind of nice to do that but i like having that option too because a week from this coming friday as of this recording uh astral chain comes out which is the new exclusive that uh, platinum games is making and it looks really awesome the visuals look amazing and that is the kind of game i'm gonna want to pop in and play on my tv like it looks like a really cool cyberpunk uh action adventure game that i'm gonna be like the handheld's not gonna cut it i want to play this on my tv so I, I like having that option to go. I think this it. is going to lead to seeing more people wandering around with Switches. Yep. Um, I already see, like, when I go by the game store and stuff, I'll see people sitting around playing Smash or something. Like, there'll yeah. be a little group of people around it playing it and everything. So I can see that being a more common thing. Sure. Um, people wandering around with that. Now, I, I'm, I'm just going to ask you. Now, there's a lot of speculation here. A lot of Nintendo expert speculation. Now, I need your opinion on it. All right. What me. special edition are they putting out with for this light? Like, like, what is the special game edition of it? Well, there currently is a Pokemon Sword and Shield version. And that is why I was about to say, do you think that that's the reason they're pushing this light out? Is because there's something they're not revealing yet about Sword and Shield where it will have some... Uh, mobile aspect to it that that's why they want to promote it uh i don't know i mean they've they're still i mean they've been better about this this generation of pokemon about not reveal because i mean at this point before leading up to, to sun and moon we knew a lot more about it so i think they're good about holding stuff back but i don't i don't think there's going to be anything but if it introduces something like street pass that was in uh it wasn't in Sun in in Gen Seven, but Gen Six had a lot of Street Pass uh, functionality, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, it wasn't a lot. Anyway, there was some cool stuff. Anyway, if they introduce something like that, maybe that's why they're kind of doing it for the for for Sword and Shield uh, and with the with the, saying, light, the but the timing. possibly, but but I could just be because they did this too with like Smash, where like it came out the, the special edition Smash Switch came out um, 
before the game actually came out, but people will kind of speculate, oh, is there going to be something special? Whatever, but there wasn't per se, but maybe. Maybe you're onto something, and I'm going to be eating my words here in a few I, months. I said, I don't know. I, I just see it as that's definitely a way to push it because this is the first time that a traditionally handheld game has been on something more home-based. Right. Because I, once again, I consider it a console. Yeah. I consider it a docked console that has mobility capabilities on it, whereas you consider it a hybrid. Yeah, I was going to say, I straight up, even though I play more handheld, I still consider it a true hybrid, play it how you want to play it. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. It's It just depends on the individual, but this right. might lead to everybody considering a hybrid soon. Yeah, and people have kind of joked like, oh, well, why don't they call it something else? Because you can't switch with it. Uh, you can't switch it because that's the whole point of the name. But, I mean, Nintendo has had a habit of confusingly naming their 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 products before in the past so uh let's not uh confuse the audience more so kind of how the when they upgraded the 3ds it was the new 3ds it wasn't just the 3ds plus which would have been better it was the new one so people are like i want a new 3ds it's like oh you want a new one or the new one i am what's the difference i am beyond glad i did not work at gamestop during that that time because it's like someone looking for a can i get a pre-owned new 3ds right uh, I'd like the Mario game for Xbox, please. You know what? There needs to be a Patreon episode again, a more flashbacks <laughs> my GameStop time, and yes, there there was some of those. Oh um, yeah, grits and dreads, everybody, grits and dreads. Um, <laughs> on that note, so we're finally gonna get here. Recently, Netflix unveiled a special that was twenty years in the making. Mm-hmm. You might say, um. This is, I, I, I do, I, you know what? You take the helm, sir. This is, this is more your baby than mine, and I'll explain once you get the, the, the cat out of the bag. All right. Or the, or the wallaby out of the, the wallaby bag. out of the, the bag. bag. The wallaby and the cow and the turtle. Um, so yes, uh, Netflix recently released Rocco's Modern Life, Static Clean. Um, Rocco's Modern Life, I would say was my favorite of all the Nicktoons. Um, and it was an interesting one because it was the first one to be released after the initial three of Rocco, Rugrats, and our uh, Ren and Stimpy Rugrats and Doug. Um, this was the first one that came a couple years later. And it had a lot of sho- a lot of big shoes to fill. Like, wow, these are three very different but very unique cartoons. And I think Rocco fit in really well. One thing I've always liked about Rocco is they were able, they knew they had limitations to how adult they could be, but they were so creative with it that it was, it really, it wasn't like Ren and Stimpy where they're like shoving it down your throat. Like we're meant for an older audience, but we're going to really push the limits. And don't get me wrong. Ren and Stimpy is (laughs) my second favorite Nicktoons. I love them, but sometimes they were a little too like, okay, we get it. You're trying to be more adult than you are. But I think Rocco was way more clever about it. Um, and I just, I really liked the, uh, I just, I've always liked the cartoon. I've always liked the show. Uh, I've always liked all the characters and the fact that it ended so quickly. I mean, they were still making new, well, Brennan Stimpy was still, I think, kind of scattered on and off. They were still making new Rugrats and Doug was getting, he was on zombified life support as after <laughs> got bought by Disney, but they canceled Rocco and there had been talks of there being new episodes. And then I think they just walked away. Um, and there was just nothing. And then, I mean, even for years, there were no DVD releases. There were no streaming releases. 
I mean, streaming wasn't even a thing. It had been on the air for a decade, and streaming was not a thing. So uh, it was kind of hard, unless you had, like, uh, a high-end cable package where you got, like, the Nicktoons channel or whatever some of those other upper upper channel Nickelodeon channels were that had, like, 3 in the morning would play Rocco. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have much, and so when they announced a couple, I think it was 2017, they actually announced they were going to do a a movie again, and it was like, you've got, oh, actually, no, even before that, when the Spongebob movie came out in like 2004, it, there was a, they were supposed to have a cameo in that, and apparently it didn't happen, or I missed it, but... So that was kind of it for a while, and then uh, the creator created the cartoon uh, Camp Laszlo, <laughs> which uh, which I never really watched much, but it's very clearly the same style. I didn't know that, and the second you said it, I'm like, oh, yep. And yep. there is an alternate ending to the finale where Heifer's in it. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there was actually, I think, one of the characters. I Again, I haven't watched much of Camp Lazlo. Like, I've seen part of an episode. Um, but one of the one or two of the characters cameo in what we're getting to, which is Static Kling. Uh, it was announced. It kind of didn't hear anything for a while. And it sounded like it was going to be... Because they've done a few movies. Like, there was the, uh, the Hey Arnold one that came out a couple years ago on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And there might have been one other one. I can't remember. But this one was like, hey, it's coming to Netflix. Uh, and it's coming pretty soon. And then, yeah, it came out on uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, August 9th. Uh, yeah. So um, and I, I do have some dates here real quick just to throw some dates Please at do. people. Please um, do. The original pilot aired on MTV back, on, back in October 29th of, two, of 1992. The first season aired um, September 8th. 18th of 93 of course on Nickelodeon and the final episode aired November 24th of 96. That's right. I forgot that the pilot was done because it wasn't even like the true pilot. Oh no, it was something I, I just, like it was on MTV but it was like as a test thing or something yeah. like that. Because I, I mean they're all owned by the same uh, I mean, Nickelodeon's owned by MTV, yeah. who's owned by, or all owned by Viacom now. But um, I remember there being something where it was like it aired once on there. Because Ren and Stimpy had some airings on, mm-hmm. on, on uh, MTV and stuff like that. So uh, so I just wanted to throw those dates out because I had them in front of me and everything. And um, a behind-the-scenes thing on me, I've watched Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. But it was a when it was on sort of thing. Right. Like, oh, hey. Like, I grew up more leaning towards the cartoon network kid because mm. me, me me and you while close in age are vastly there's different. that couple years it's, apart it's, that kind of yeah it, it's weird because there's a couple years where we both know of each other's stuff but it's like we were different ages at different times so it kind of hit us both and, differently and because um, because when i was that age cartoon network was around and i love cartoon network but at that time it was primarily uh like old cartoons mm-hmm. that you know old warner brothers and hanna-barbera cartoons um, they did not have the original programming, although when it started switching over to like Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab, Johnny Bravo and Johnny Bravo, I watched that, but that was kind of my trailing off. And when I did watch Cartoon Network, it still tended to be the older stuff. And I was like, yeah. and I would still watch that, but it wasn't like I go out of my way, but then a ba- you know, and I never got, and I still need to get into it. Like, but Samurai Jack, I think, was the first big one oh, yeah, that yeah. I did not watch, and I still have not watched. And now that they have the new season that's out, I really want to get into it. But yeah, there is that kind of like I was definitely more towards the Nickelodeon side of, of things growing up. Now I I didn't mind Nickelodeon's just Rugrats for me was it's a thing. Yeah, I I I 
remember certain episodes and stuff like that, Rocco was just like, "L oh, Rocco's on. Okay, cool, I'll leave it on. Like, it wasn't like a uh, grab the remote thing. Doug, I never really got into. Like, it was weird. I wasn't really into a lot of these cart, like certain cartoons. Sure. Um, Angry Beavers, I used to love watching. Yep. I watched Invader Zim, which will come up later in this conversation for a brief second. But um, Rocco was something I never really got into. But then when, like, the adult, hu- oh, it has the adult humor, kind of like thinking back, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty adult. I mean, yeah. the name of their favorite chicken joint was the Chokey Chicken. chicken. And yeah. uh, Rocco, there was the episode where he was a sex worker. Yep. Or a, a sex phone wor- worker. Yes. A yes. phone sex worker. Sex yes. Um, <laughs> but but no, I mean, so that's the thing. Like, this passed me by, but I understand its cultural significance with a ton of people, and it's even bigger cultural significance of what it did in this movie, in my opinion. I don't know if you share it, but we'll get into it now. What did you think of the show returning after 20 years, or, or a special returning after 20 years, and the characters aging 20 years, society aging, and basically dropping someone from a group of people from the 90s in the modern day you know i liked it it, it i think it kind of the characters themselves were true to form uh heifer and filbert were very much we want to follow along we want to be the biggest thing rocco the straight man that he is kind of was the one who got the brunt of the change of 20 years of progress i mean punching him in the face literally with their the 3d movie and you got really really big man <laughs> punching him you know punching the bad guy and it's like punching rocco in the face it's like wow this is so real <laughs> um and i think it's it, it's funny kind of seeing them catch up on 20 years of their version of our pop culture and society and everything like that um one thing and i i didn't think too much of this someone i actually had this discussion with someone so one of the major characters uh ralph bighead he uh he bingo yeah uh, in this episode was he is now rachel big head mm-hmm. and uh he's transgender he are he is now she um and they they very much accepted it they're like and apparently the creators worked with glad to have a positive portrayal uh of that and they kind of were like yeah that sounds good and someone and i didn't think about it but someone brought it to me they're like in the 90s, that was still a really taboo thing. Do you think they would have really had that reaction? You don't think there would have been any sort of hesitation that their friend who was a male is now a female? Um, you know, do, they, do you think there was anything weird how they just immediately accepted it? And I said, you know, I didn't think about it. And I don't, I don't think there was. But I think the reason they did that was because part of the 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 uh the strife and the uh the conflict in the in the show was how ed bighead couldn't accept his son now that his son was his daughter Mm -hmm. and that kind of really plays a big part in in the plot and i was like if the if if rocco and heifer and filbert had been at any point on that level i think that wouldn't have made that conflict as much so i so i can see why they didn't do that but i also had no problem with that in a world where it's a bunch of talking animals who are human they're anthropomorphic so they're human but they still have some animal traits yeah. like i don't think that's anything weird to them so like ultimately that that didn't bug me uh but i had someone bring that up i it wasn't something i even thought of but then someone brought that up to did, me and i was like i could see where you're coming from but i i personally didn't see any issues with that did you know about it prior to watching it yes just because someone i saw a clip on on facebook or it was like an article saying like 
It's like one, you know, the big change coming to one character in the new Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling, and it was the picture of him, like, just full on. And it was like, oh, well, I guess that's a thing in the show now, so. Um, I had it swallowed for me because of Twitter, because of, um, I cannot remember which member of uh, Team Four Star tweeted about oh, it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> tweeted about it, and they, it, it was a very positive thing. It mm. was, uh, it was the, um, it was a freeze frame image of, of course, Rachel mm. sitting there saying, um, I'm your, I'm not your son anymore. I'm your daughter and I'm happy. Right. And it was a freeze frame of that. And it was, you know, them saying this is a very positive portrayal. This is this, this is that. And it, it was, and I saw that and I was like, it sucked. They got spoiled for me, but it was a cool way for me to see it in that sense. It was sure. a very, it, and, and that's the thing. This, this show handles it where there is negativity put on it, but it's not hateful negativity. Right. It's because, because this whole thing that they did was understanding change, coming right. to terms yep. with change, coming to terms with, it was to me watching this as somebody who wasn't at like my finger on the pulse of Rocco uh, for all that time. Um, I understand they had a ton of like, this isn't the first time they've taken a stand about something right. for one, two, the whole entire show seemed to be about, like, I don't know if it was satiring itself and making fun of itself for, like, change and everything, yeah. too. Because there there was a lot of jokes made about, like... Well, it was like when Rocco was talking to Mr. Big Head, trying to find uh, Ralph. Ralph slash Rachel. Yes. Talking about how it's like, this show hasn't been around in 20 years, and it needs to come back. It's yes. what the fans want. And it's very yes. much clearly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About that's, itself. That, I'm sorry, I was trying to think of the example, and yeah. you just nailed mm-hmm. it on the head. Yeah. It's that that was the perfect thing was yeah. Rocco sitting there, and and you know it's interesting too because I, Rocco and Philbert and Heffer were gone for 20 years, but Ed Bighead is I kind of exemplifies the man who he has been around for all this time, but he is still stuck in the past, just like them. Whereas mm-hmm. they have physically been gone from Earth for two decades, they're learning to progress, but that I mean. You know, people people I now are more comfortable coming out as transgender, and I think this positively portrays that. And yet, there are people who, there are still a lot of people though who don't accept it. And I mean, twenty years ago when this show was on, like it really was a much more taboo subject, and I think they handled it well. And kind of Ed Bighead kind of shows that whole like, hey, back then this wasn't okay when this show was still a thing, but. You know, and it kind of eventually shows his growth and accepting his his daughter. Because so. the other thing where it shows him, he's been doing the same thing at a job to where it seems like he's very set and he does this like to the point where he's not even paying attention where something goes wrong. Right. Like, he is so like he has a groove that he has been riding in for 20 years to where the world's changed around, him, but he's doing everything the exact way right. he's been doing it for 20 years. So he's not going anywhere out of that groove because right. Rocco's not there to ruin it or mess it up yeah and then of course the second he gets back it messes <laughs> it up hey but, there mr big head long time no see <laughs> so and then, and then rocco has a lot of trouble adapting and everything because he's missing a show and yep. that's kind of the that's only thing he thing. wants this is one this is one nostalgic thing he doesn't care about the o phone he doesn't care about and whatever they drinks. whatever they call it there's the energy drink and then their version of starbucks or whatever it was like yeah. he doesn't care about that he wants to see a show and i kind of feel like this would be like me disappearing for 20 years and coming back and wanting to watch you know the first 10 years of the simpsons and it's like oh matt granning went into hiding and then there's no more <laughs> the simpsons don't air anymore and it's like what so well, I, yeah if, if it all did end at season 10 still going yep um 
No, I mean, I, 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 I love this portrayal. I love the way they did it. Like I said, I just felt it was very satire on itself. A- absolutely. It was very, it, it, it knew to poke fun at itself. And, and uh, it did it good naturedly. So. Now, on the flip side of this, I, I did watch the, the Zim, which yes. I was a little bit more into Zim than this. I watched, so, because Zim, Zim did only last one or two seasons. Did they make a second like I season? Can. I know it wasn't, it got canceled you, you know, very quickly. You know, if Goobs is listening right now, <laughs> Goobs he is, is going, ah, Zinger! <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that, that, by, by, by the way, um, I think we can say that they're coming, that the uh, Secret Levels is going to be back soon, so yay. Um, let's see here. It ran for two seasons, 27 episodes, and a movie. And the movie is the one that just came out on Netflix. I was going to say, was there a separate movie? Nope. But I watched, so I, I had never heard of it, and I think, what year was it out? Uh, 2001 to 2006, um, which is weird because... It two seasons spread over five years. Which is even weirder because... <laughs> um, let me see if I can see this because it says that season two was seven episodes starting in December of 2002, then ending in August 2006. That's so weird. I think that there was something up with that. Sometime when I was like, I think I was in college... I was home for a summer break, and I was with some friends. We went to Walmart, and they had the the big five dollar bin of random DVDs, and they had like a random mix of. There's this one, and it came with like two discs, which were like six random episodes of Zim or eight episodes, something like that. And so he's like, "Have you ever heard of this show?" And I'm like, "I'm like, I have not." And he goes, "It's hilarious." So he bought it, and we plowed through them all. And I'm like, "This is is dark and funny and hilarious." But then. I just, that was, I remember like one night in 2004, 15 years ago, uh, watching it and cracking up. And that's like my only experience. And I've always wanted to go back and, and watch all of them, especially because the movie's out. But I did not get that chance to do that as of yet. And I have not gotten to watch the movie. So. Uh, I mean, I remember it in the sense of it was something that I'd happen to turn on. It'd be on. Once again, I'd watch it. I'm not like against it. I did not watch every episode. I knew the premise of it. Uh, I enjoyed Gurr because the, the robot that was like completely incompetent and crazy was always fun to have. Yeah. And I watched the new, the new movie and the new movie basically kind of picks up right where it left off and kind of makes jokes about it not being there for a while. Right. Stuff like that. So, uh, definitely a two week revival of Netflix. I mean, uh, of Netflix reviving Nickelodeon stuff. So definitely interesting to see them kind of revisiting it. But the Rocco stuff was, I, I mean, even though it was shorter, it was a much more, I think, I think it moved for a bigger push than than the. I mean, in my opinion, it moved for a bigger push because I can't see Invader Zim handling certain topics. Sure. The way that Rocco could with its satire. I mean, and Invader Zim was such an extreme character. Yeah. Zim was very like just about annihilating uh, the human, human race. Human so. race and so yeah. And Rocco is just a mild mannered wallaby. Yes. I, I mean it. I okay. Did I miss something with the mops? There was an episode where, and it's been again, it's been a okay, long th- time thank since you. I, I watched Rocco, but it was like, I want to say something like, Spunky was watching TV and was like watching Mops when they got like cable and it was just a, a 24-hour Mop channel. I think, I'm I'm probably completely wrong and someone out there is again screaming, going, you idiot, it's not that, it's the, but it was well, something I'm, with I'm going to look so, over the episodes real quick so, to see if I can... I, there was something there was something with mops and again it's been so long since i have watched rocco which is a shame because it's my favorite nicktoon so um 
and usually I do wear a relevant shirt. And I saw when I was when I was at our local mall, uh, right before a store closed there, I just happened to walk in and they had a Rocco t shirt and mm-hmm. I almost bought it. It's like we were talking with Amiibo earlier. It was like I almost bought it, it was like, I don't need this and then I was like, Hey, I should have gotten that and the store was closed. Except instead of not having the Amiibo, it's just the store was closed. So The episode is called Clean Lovin'. And okay. The only description. So I was wrong. <laughs> only description it says is Spunky has an unnatural attachment to a mop. That's right. Um, there is a note here, and it says on the production of the episode, Murray wrote that Spunky falls in love with a mop idea for the original ser- series pitch. A focus group aborted the idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So. Um, yeah, I, I just was wondering because I remember there's the part where he's he like, like, oh, we, all the mops. yeah, where 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 um you you can do the impression better than I can of him of where he's like, Smokey, we got the we got the internet now, and it's and it's him watching like mops, the and then later on there's like a delivery thing, right. and it's of mops, and the guy's like, you're sick, and I'm like, is there some joke I just completely missed, and I'm like, is th- I, that has to be a callback to something, yeah, so. No, I mean, like I said, I, I thought this was a great thing to have. I mean, I okay, now to kind of get into maybe something that might be, how do I put this? I, I, I think in this day and age, it's completely fine to talk about this. In my opinion, raising kids, having kids, yes, this is dad zinger for a moment. <laughs> Dinger. Thank you. Um, yes, thank you for, for that cutting joke on, on what I'm about to say. Um I think it's great to have positive role models of both both binary genders, but also people who may be gender more gender fluid and yeah. stuff like that. Because to be honest, I don't know what that what, what life like that is going through. I, right. I will never know personally on a personal level what that is like. I got to relate to you know comic books and stuff like that. I got to relate to those as a kid and mm-hmm. stuff that I could familiarize myself with. And see myself, you know, oh, I could be Spider-Man and stuff like that. Like, that was cool. But as somebody who did not, doesn't, didn't have that, like, growing up, I can understand how difficult that can be. So with kids nowadays, I think that there's a great thing if you are having, you know, that the world is more open to presenting that in positive lights and doing it like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think this show doing that is something to where... Yeah, I'm sure that their target audience isn't going to meet, like, there's no kid growing, and there's no kid now that's probably like, oh, cool, a new new episode's of Rocco. But there may be somebody who has a kid now right. that has them watch it with them, mm-hmm. that it might help them. Sure, absolutely. I, so I, that, I agree. Like, I, sorry to get heavy on Zingness. I know we don't do it that often, but it is something to where I feel like positive portrayals of stuff need to be out yeah, there no, to help I, people cope and see you know hey you know it's okay it's okay to be this way and it's okay and they like i said they handled that with a very positive light and they handled it very professionally mm-hmm. the entire time they showed negativity towards it but they showed it in a way that was not um it was it, w- it was negative it wasn't it, like a hate it wasn't like there was a hate crime against it, him it, or something yeah, like it that. Wasn't, or her. i'm sorry it, it wasn't there there was not a it wasn't hatred towards it it was I guess more of a misunderstanding or not wanting to accept. It's not the, exactly, it's him not accepting that his son has. It's it's Ed Bighead stuck in the '90s, whereas his son has progressed and become his daughter, who mm-hmm. is proud of who she is, and yep. he's trying to 
cope with that, but then he 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 ultimately did. Uh, Mr. Big Head comes around and he realizes that it doesn't matter, son, daughter, man, woman, it's his child, and he they they love each other. So yep. So um yeah, sorry sorry to end on that note with this. Um I don't know I don't know if you had anything. If you can else, find but... some very special music that plays like uh like the end of like a Full House episode. When they, yeah, they come it, to the it's, it's very, I'll just rename this a very special episode of Zingness. <laughs> I don't know what I'm even saying. But no, I didn't know if you had anything else on that note. No, um, I was gonna say you hit the nail on the head. I like, yeah, I like I, that. I said I wasn't expecting that going into this. I was not, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um. And I think we need um, more of that. Yeah. In, Wait, now, um, one thing I didn't—I didn't realize that was going to be a driving force, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, in the in the sh- in the uh, special. Um, when I saw the spoiler that it was there, I was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "Are they just gonna? Is he just she now? Is this something that is just gonna kind of be there to be like, oh, this is another way that the world has changed?' But no, they actually made it a an integral part of the the mm-hmm. episode and i think they did a good job integrating it and, and you're right in a in a positive light and, and it, i think that is going to help a, a kid or a parent with a kid who, who might feel that way so yeah mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's great also i feel like they weren't beating your head over with no Be, beating they, over the head with it it was right. very put it in there it was handed. wasn't that something they 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 stayed on it for as long as they needed to each time sure it was not like uh like let's make a big point of this it was very much like here's this we're going to talk about it for as long as it needs to be, and we're going to get back to Rocco and his friends dealing with the bigger problem of needing more um, fat heads. It's fat. It's fat. The fat heads. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the fat heads. I, I said that, and I'm yeah, thinking, I'm the like, big heads are his are actually him, but then the fat heads are his. his yes, show. and I was also yeah. thinking, I'm like, am I just saying that? Because I'm thinking of the giant <laughs> wall graphics you can get. I'm just completely mixing right. it up, which is another thing from the '90s. I feel. Right or that, that was those like, early two thousand. Like heads were a little bit later. Yeah, they they were they were, but yeah. they they advertised but it's on the same thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they advertised a lot on yeah, that channel. They did. Um. So on that note, of course, um, I have revealed what next week's episode of Zingness will be about. So, Ooh. so yeah, um, tune in for that. Uh, Spider Manny, Disney. Um. Oh man, you know what I did not bring up, and you know what? Maybe I'll just force Zach to talk about it. The Hulu. Uh, the Hulu, Disney, all that oh, price yeah. point, exact same as um, firing across the bow of the giant ship Netflix. So, true. So you know what? Me and Zach will have that discussion yeah, unless you have some bi- biting. You know what? Do you have a biting opinion about the I, price point? I, I don't because, I mean, I have, I was going to probably get Disney Plus anyway, and I've already got Hulu, and I don't care about ESPN, but and, if, and for the same price, I'm like, well, why not? And that's the thing. <laughs> I'm like, who are they? I, I know very few people who don't have both. Right. I have both. Yep. So them being like, oh, you can bundle. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, awesome. Cool. I, yeah. Even if I don't watch a single thing on the ESPN part of it, I still watch Hulu and Netflix and are a, a pretty even amount. But then when Hulu is there with all the Disney stuff too, it's like, okay, cool, cool. Awesome. So, um, like I said, me and Zach will probably bring that up on um next week's record as well. I forgot about that. I knew there was something I was forgetting about. With <laughs> there's a lot of Disney there's a lot talk. Going, there's been a lot going on this there, week. There's been so. a lot going on since since we um took a took a quick summer vacation. But yep. um on that note on summer vacation, um during the time I decide to redo our Patreon. Um it is now one tier. There I'm not tiering it anymore to where there's different levels. Uh as long as you give a dollar you get content. Um I'm gonna be doing more content on there of just like little quick reviews of stuff that maybe we haven't got a chance to talk about on the show yet. Like if I watch um, Detective Pikachu, um, our schedule right now, might we might discuss Detective Pikachu. 
I don't feel know. it in your jellies. I, I feel it in my jellies, but for example, if that is not something we're discussing for a few weeks, I might just do a quick review, five-minute review on the Patreon. So it's always, Zingness will always be the main content will be, a course, free through whatever podcast you're on, but I'm going to be doing more bonus content on Patreon as well of just kind of me discussing stuff. Uh, main stuff like me and Eric having discussions, me and Ellie, uh, Eric, me and Ellie, any combination of the rotating hosts and stuff that come on Zingness will still be part of the main show, but my more internal monologues and stuff like that will be on there. On that note, um, I know that gun violence, video games has been a hot topic yep. recently. I felt, in my opinion, I know we got a little heavy-handed with stuff today, but in my opinion, I felt that Zingness, I did not create as a place to have that discussion as part of a main show. If you would like, go to the Patreon link. The episode is free. I kind of put my thoughts out there on gun violence and video games and all that stuff. So, like I said, it is 100% free. You don't have to be a patron to get it, but you can go there. I, I wanted to give that option to people because I know I've been posting a lot of stuff and some people have been like, man, you really have an opinion about this. I didn't not want to voice it, but I felt like, you know what? If someone really wants to hear me, they can take an extra step to go find that. So that's that's kind of my opinion on that. So go check it out. But yeah, there will be there will be more content on there. You can give anywhere from a dollar. You can give $1,000. I just wanted to make it one tier there for people. So definitely go check out Patreon. Um, you course, should give $1,000. He needs new socks. I need new socks. And he has really expensive taste at socks. Just socks. Just socks. Everything else... You know what? I'll go to Goodwill. I'll go there. But socks. Socks. Premium. N- premium socks. Like premium made with like socks. the finest alpaca fur. Alpacas that I are fed like. I the alpaca. Like, like it's like the ones that are fed and mas- like the finest oats and they're massaged every yes. day and they listen to Bjork. Yes. And uh, their, their, their wool is super glossy and smooth and it just glides on your feet. And it's, it, you basically, it's like getting, getting Pegasus boots. You can just kind of fly. Oh, it's beautiful. God, we're in them right now. Anyways, um, with that, of uh, course, um, you can find... Eric, where can I find you on the internet? Uh, they want to hear more from you. Uh, basically, your show is kind of my biggest voice right now. So, uh, <laughs> My biggest online voice right now. So I have not done much with my backlog, Berg. I kind of I need to just find the inspiration because I feel like I haven't been going through my backlog too well. It's been playing the same like three games lately, so... Um, but Backlogberg is there, and I keep telling myself I need to get back into it, but um, it's kind of cumbersome training. Nintendo, if you're listening, which I'm sure just Nintendo as a whole is listening right now, uh, make it easier to share to Instagram. with Because <laughs> you can share very easily your snapshots to Twitter and Facebook, but it's a cumbersome thing to get it to go, because I usually have to put it onto Facebook, download it to my phone, then pop it onto Instagram. It's just like, oh my gosh. So uh, you I and think your first world problems. First <laughs> world problems. Am I right? It's like I'm a Neanderthal here. Mm. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, really, I'm on Zing this. Uh, Instagram, uh, Eric Berg. Twitter, Eric Berg. Uh, and then Backlog Berg. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. And of course, so. um, if you're able to find, um, if you're able to listen to this, I'm sure you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, of course, there are t-shirts and designs available on TeePublic. And, um, yeah, we will see you guys, or I'll see you guys with Zach next week to discuss this week's events of the <laughs> Spider-Man thing. I hope that that episode does not age like a 
cup of milk out in the sun. With feta cheese on the outside of this little wedge. Mm. Hopefully it ages well. Anyways, see you guys next time. Bye. zingers out of here it's just me it's just me and i'm recording this may get edited out but i hope it won't maybe if we talk real quietly he won't notice and if he doesn't notice if i whisper like this he might overlook it so that's what i'm telling you freemasons rule the world and drink your ovaltine and zinger is actually where's the blanket he's actually linus from the peanuts cartoons and he he pours the milk and then the cereal in he'll deny it he will totally deny it but he pours milk then cereal like some sort of sociopath he also puts on one sock and one shoe and then another oh hey what's going on